welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope this week finds you well. Today I want to talk to you about a considerably difficult subject, one which might open up wounds that we thought were long scarred over. Wounds that we have tried desperately to dismiss. Wounds that we have tried to ignore when they seem to be just beneath the surface, either for a short time or a very, very long time. And when I was thinking about talking about this subject, I was wondering if this would be well received. But I believe anything unaddressed and hanging in the background that is not discussed only harbors in our soul and can cause all sorts of underlying emotional and physical illnesses. So I hope you will warmly receive this if this is your situation. Now, there are many of us who have had magnificent relationships with both our parents. They were there for us all throughout our lives, continually supporting us emotionally to be our best selves. They attended as many sporting events as they could, depending on their work schedules. They helped us with homework, made sure we were upstanding citizens, and gave us positive encouragement. And when we wavered in believing in ourselves, they were there to cheer us on and reinforce their love for us, that anything we took on, we would be successful at. But not everyone was so fortunate. Perhaps you were given up at birth. Everything from being left at the church door, or worse, in a dumpster, to offering you up for adoption, to the possibility of realizing that they couldn't take care of you at that stage of their life. Perhaps they felt that they were just too young and just left, and they left you with your other parent to raise alone or they gave you over to their parent or grandparent who suddenly had to look after an infant or young child when they were long done with raising children, and your grandparents or great-grandparents resented that your parents didn't handle their responsibility to take care of what they started. So here you were, just a little bit of a thing, 
looking for love among the adults in your life, and it wasn't until you started to grow that you realized there was little love around you. People were struggling in one way or another. Perhaps financially or physically, because they were much older now and unable to raise you like a younger parent would. They didn't have the resources to take care of you in the way you needed. They couldn't take you to all the lessons and the games you wished you could have been involved in, because they had work responsibilities. And if you did have one of your parents around, They sacrificed so much to raise you alone. Perhaps being resentful of the other parent who abandoned them, and you, and your upbringing was not ideal. There may also have been a situation where your mother died in childbirth and your father was devastated. Your relatives helped him at the beginning but maybe that help waned over the years and he missed your mom so much. He did the best he could, but there was always your mother's love, which you and he missed. And even if eventually he did find another wife, maybe she was close to you and maybe she wasn't. Maybe her children before your dad and with your dad, were more important to her, and you felt completely alone. Maybe you landed in the foster care system because your mother or father, or both of them, were addicted to drugs or alcohol, and the courts thought you would be better off away from them. Maybe they had committed crimes, were incarcerated, and you needed someone to look after you. As you grew, perhaps you felt like you weren't loved, appreciated for what you did do for the family, supported you in your schoolwork, and made you feel included. You didn't feel like you were good enough, that you were enough. Maybe you were compared to your siblings, half-siblings, and step-siblings. All you wanted was love and affection, and a sense that you were wonderful just the way you were. If finances were lean, you might have dealt with hand-me-down clothes, which embarrassed you, not had the finances to join certain groups you wanted, and attend events that you would like to have joined. And as you moved into your teen years, You might have used drugs and alcohol to mask the pain you felt, sometimes in moderate ways, but for others in excess that it affected your everyday life. You might have gotten involved with the wrong crowd just to feel a sense of family, and it never turned out right, and maybe you were involved in criminal activities which put you in prison which you still pay for each time you look for meaningful work. And if you were fortunate to complete high school, perhaps you didn't have the funds for college or you didn't feel the need to attend. You might have found the work you could and did the best you could to succeed in those jobs. But maybe 
you did have the ability to attend college, and now, years later, you do have a good-paying job and a career you're proud of. Maybe you found a wonderful partner in life and have a family of your own and have vowed to take care of them, unlike your parent or parents did for you. You want your children to grow up with two parents who love them and support them and make them feel they have all the possibilities in front of them. Mostly because maybe your father or your mother abandoned you and that pain still lingers. Deep down, there may be a scar that's still there. You try so hard not to think about all you've been through. How you wished your life could have been so different. And you look for others to blame. And you look for others to resent. And you teeter on the edge of blaming others and blaming yourself for what part you feel you also played. And it all just makes you feel worse. You wish they would have been more responsible. You wish they would have been more concerned for you instead of themselves. You wish you wouldn't have felt so abandoned by them. And it all just makes you feel worse. Harboring feelings of bitterness, anger, resentment, envy, and jealousy does nothing to improve your mental state of well-being. It only cowers you into a black hole of sadness, isolation, and depression. And we do not want this for you. No one's life is perfect. There are people in social media who make you believe all is great with them. And then sometimes... They'll take their own life, leaving everyone to question how that could happen. After all, they seem so happy. I recently noticed the death of a very young girl who had two boys less than five years old. I saw a post she wrote just the week before her death, which read, I would give my life for you with a picture of her boyfriend, and another post which said, I certainly hope nothing will change between us, because it would devastate me. It is such a tragedy that now her two young boys will never know her, and her act now leaves others to have to raise them in her place. I want you to know that everything you have been through in life would never be helped by taking your life. We only get one of these. It is our responsibility to use it to the best of our ability, to live a good life helping others and accomplishing all our goals and dreams. Whether we were abandoned by selfishness or death, our parents are who they are. Some are good, others not so much. But it is up to you to decide that whatever happened, 
cannot be readjusted. It happened. It sucked. It was something that harmed you in so many ways. And you have to decide whether it will define you for the rest of your life. You can let these scars prohibit you from making a really good life for yourself right where you are now. Or you can play the victim forever and waste your life blaming others. Yes, you are right. They are to blame. But it isn't like you can take back what has been done to you or hadn't been done for you. Those days have long passed and you had no control over what they did. The only things you have control over are these. How you decide to look at these circumstances. Realizing that you don't and will never have control over these people. And that the only person you have control over is yourself and your choices. So whether your loss was the abandonment of certain adults in your life or the death of certain adults in your life, the choices are the same. You can either live in victimhood or live in victory. You have to let go of the need to control others and their choices. They will have to account for their own actions. You will need to reassess how you are living your own life and making your own choices so you can look yourself in the mirror and admire the life you live and the person you have become. No, you aren't perfect. None of us are. We are imperfect people living in an imperfect world. And that's perfectly okay. In the show notes, I will leave my favorite links to help you move forward. Love who you are right now. Your past cannot define you unless you let it. That happened long ago. Concentrate on all the good you have now and be grateful for every bit of it. Bless you, my friend. You are an amazing person. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. And I know you still think this is pretty silly, but just do it for me anyway, okay? with those who may benefit from this knowledge. 
remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast and rate and review at www.themarymacshow.com. Sign up for my private email list there so we can stay in touch. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.